Okay, I'm going to count down the uh, teams that didn't make the playoffs in our hockey league, in our fantasy hockey league. All right, Dylan, count us off, man. Semen stains. Oh, shit. Semen stains. Yolo Swag Swahili. Teuton in the style. Also named Yolo Swag. Also, also Yolo Swag. I'm Batman. If I can see it, then I can do it. If I just believe it, there's nothing to it. I believe I can fly. Okay. I, that was me saying I believe I can fly because I thought when I said at the beginning of the year that I could reach 50 roster moves, I had reserved 15 roster moves for the playoffs. But fly, I did not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Winter's Coming Fantasy Hockey Podcast, a.k.a. playoffs are coming to everyone in this podcast except for me. Uh, except I'm for host. you. <laughs> I am your host. Alex, aka also named Yellow Swag. And as always, Dylan's joining me and our two most favorite recurring guests, Derek and Greg. How are you guys? Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, right? Most okay, hold on. Mm. Most favorite or most frequent? No, favorite. He said it. Can't take it back. Oh. Um, I, I think I think favorite is is appropriate here. There we well, go. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, okay, no problem. fine. Uh so we so the regular season ended today, uh, and we have some updated rankings, and our our standings are set. So uh, our Dylan, standings are set. Everybody's standing in the right spot. So barring any last minute stack corrections, which any you know, statistical never, changes, uh, Dylan, what's our what is our playoff matchup looking like so far? Well, let's let's go first to first to last, not last, last in the playoffs, and we'll talk about we'll talk about some of the matchups here. Um, number one, Nick Prime, who has been leading our league for the better half of the season. How many ta- how many weeks in a row has he been in first? And who was in first before him? Fourteen weeks. God, yeah, that's too many I weeks. By episode three or four, he was firmly in first. Like we had Nick on. I think episode Paul was in first wait, wait, for hold, about six. Let's do some math here. Episode four, which was week eight, <laughs> which means that was the second week that he was <laughs> in first place. Oh boy! Yeah, something like that. If uh, tweet at us if our math is right. Yeah, he's playing. He's playing uh, our guest uh, Derek of the So So Stevens, who finished yes. in eighth place. Barely making it into the playoffs. Not really. I mean, you're pretty comfortable now. It helped. I mean, hey, we're all starting at the same point now. There's no standings anymore, except he's a tiebreaker. But uh, there you go. That's I like the way you think about that. There's no standings anymore, except you are in last and Nick is in first. If there's no standings, what's that eight by your name? 
<laughs> it doesn't say eight yet. It says seven. I'm pretty sure it will say eight tomorrow. It will say. Eight. Oh, it does say eight right now? Actually, <laughs> in the live standings. Um, the second. Okay, so the second matchup of the of our playoffs is uh, Greg of Henrik and Morty, one of the only uh, consistently named teams for the entire year. <laughs> if you've got a name that good, you're not going to change it. And you have matched up against uh, Stephen of the Beasts of New Haven, another original name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Consistency. <laughs> Consistency. Uh, and after that, we have... Um... Baby's Got Backland. Paul? Baby's Got Backland. <laughs> yeah. We have Paul, uh, who has uh, matched up against Brent. I thought Brent was going to be playing Megan, and I was going to be playing Paul, but... Um, apparently the Canucks decided to shit the bed and not score any goals tonight, which, uh, gave, gave Paul the extra point, um, to <laughs> be the more successful Sullivan, I guess. There you or, go. I don't know. Well, I mean, could, the playoffs still aren't be over. They're the same team. So it doesn't make sense they're that the they're right beside each other. They're the same They co-run team. two teams is what we've decided, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Megan and I have, uh found the four five spot that's like the meat of the sandwich right we're both just like slices of ham right in the middle yeah there's the baloney <laughs> the baloney <laughs> <laughs> we're like that that uh what's the meat that comes with the macaroni in it is that baloney have you ever seen what's, that at the store it's got macaroni. like a piece of macaroni in the meat i don't know what oh meat no I'm it's a here. it's a meatloaf no, it's no. Uh, I think it's it's it's, <laughs> it's macaroni meatloaf. It's bologna macaroni is what I think it is. Bologna okay. macaroni. <laughs> Greg, Greg always knows. Derek, you were sitting comfy in seventh, going. In, I guess you were tied with Steve. Um, what? How do you feel about your your last week's performance? And maybe give us a little preview for what's coming up week and uh, week one of the playoffs. Yeah, so I think my team played okay. I won six four over Kirk. Um, I fall, I fell because um, Steve obliterated Mark, so he picked up the couple points on me. Um, I think my team, like my forwards, I think are pretty strong. I picked up a Brian Hopkins um, last week, and he might be playing with McDavid, so hopefully that um, continues. That'll help me out quite a bit. Um, I have Jeff Carter come off IR finally, and he's been pretty good. Uh, last week, couple weeks, isn't playing, so I'm hoping that my forwards are good. Um, my main thing, I think, is gonna be goaltending. Um, mm. I picked up Ben Bishop off waivers. Um, Ooh, I'm hoping that okay. his injury is short term because he's supposed to be skating, um, skating this week. So I'm hoping he comes back pretty soon. So I think with him and Hellebuck, I have a pretty decent tandem there. But um, yeah. going up against Dal- Dallas is pretty sitting pretty in that wild card race. So I think I think they're gonna want to have, have him back sooner rather than later. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember mm-hmm. if it's a groin injury. I don't. They said lower body. I don't remember exactly what. Um, if they've said what exactly the injury is, I don't know if you guys know. But uh. I mean, hockey teams are notoriously quiet on these things. But LBI is what I see as well. Yeah, I didn't actually see the game where he got injured, so I don't actually know what happened for sure. But um, kind of putting my um, gambling there. I picked up Antony Emi just as a kind of a fail to get me some appearances. He's actually been surprisingly good for Montreal, even though his stats overall aren't very good because he got destroyed in the first games with pittsburgh it was like eight goals a game or something but um hopefully he gets a that... lot of shots <laughs> his, <laughs> his save like percentage goals. is quite high <laughs> so that's kind of where i'm going um in terms of my team um looking over at nick's team um the big thing with him is his goaltending has carried him the whole year he has renee and vasilevsky which i believe are the two highest ranked goalies in 
in Yahoo this year. I think it's like 14 shutouts. Like a, I can even look really quick. Hang on. But it's he's had crazy goaltending. Um, I'm kind of hoping that all those stories about Vasilevsky being tired are true, and then he has a couple bad games. Um, the other big thing with his team is he has Patrice Bergeron, who probably isn't back for a couple weeks, so he's. I don't think it's me playing in our matchup. Um, has he filled? Has he filled that spot on his team? He actually just dropped Nolan Patrick and picked up Jake Gensel. So. <laughs> He, Jake Gensel wow. joins another team. And I was having flashbacks <laughs> to last year when Jake, like Jake Gensel picked up cost me the title. So I'm having a little bit of bad flashbacks to last year's oh, finals. Oh, that could happen again. Oh, my God. The rotating, the rotating, uh, the rotating door of uh, Pittsburgh wingers. You don't know which line yeah. he's going to be on. He could be on the first line. He could be on the fourth line. He could be on the fourth. Um, yeah, Bergeron's at Mark Stone. Apparently, it's day-to-day, which I didn't know until today. Um, I don't know what's going on there. But that would be also really helpful to me as well. Um. Yeah, apart from his goaltending, uh, Jamie Benz always had a great year. Anders Lee had a couple goals today. Evander Kane is always good for either like getting 15 pims randomly or shorthanded goal out of nowhere. He's a big volume shooter, so that's going to be dangerous. Um, I do think I have a chance. Like, I think those injuries definitely will will help me uh, be closer. But the goaltending is what's going to decide it. Like, if he gets those four points off of goaltending, I would need to win seven of nine skater categories and i need to win out right because i don't have a tie break so should be a good match i'm confident i'm more, i will say I'm more confident playing greg because I, I was thought i was playing greg for the whole week i was set it was a seven two match and i was way more worried of playing greg so yeah hopefully this goes uh in my favor fun fact about <laughs> vasilevsky uh owned in 35 percent of yahoo's top 500 public league teams i how vasilevsky I what are you vasilevsky. talking about no, thirty percent of the top, like so, thirty-five percent. Yeah, in the top performing teams in Yahoo, thirty-five oh, percent of those teams have Vasilevsky. Wow! Meaning, if you have Vasilevsky, you're probably sitting pretty. Uh, second pace. Any guesses? Second pace. Second place. Second place. place. Yeah. Vulcan. Pekarenko. Martin Martisso with twenty-six percent, so a full ten points lower. Rene sitting at 22%. Uh, he's still in the top five. So no surprise that our number one seed is Nick Brent's behind. Uh, Derek, uh, obviously with any playoffs, Canucks obviously have a noted you know rivalry with you know Chicago where they say they said they slayed the dragon. A lot of a lot of chippiness was said. A lot of trash talk. Do you want to throw anything over to to Nick in terms of? Well, the just funny the thing is, up? he actually mess. Sorry, he actually messaged me today asking me if he should drop Bergeron. right i forgot you guys used to be co-managers that's true and i was i actually and i was like i don't know if i should be giving my opponent um advice for this i should have said yes but i was like do not drop bergeron do not be stupid (laughs) so he did not drop his bergeron it's Um, so hard to not be nice to nick though like it's so innocent like i can't i can't take advantage of him it's like did you a five-year-old that would come up to you and be like hey I made this for you, and it's just like construction <laughs> paper and some glue. <laughs> you keep it on your fridge for ten years. <laughs> but he signed his name with like the backward K. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so basically, Nick is like the youngest cousin at a family reunion, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone yeah. loves his stuff, but none of it's very good. 
Um, my favorite is that he oh, was gonna he was gonna drop Bergeron and settled on Nolan Patrick. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> who's like who's riding a three game point streak. So it's like oh, I will I say this know. about Patrick: like he was getting an opportunity because Simmons was out, so his right. um, time is probably going down. So I think that's a sensible move. But it was like, do not drop Bergeron. This actually is a rematch of um, a first round matchup last year, except I was the number one seed last year, and I've right. fallen from my heights. <laughs> It's all gone terribly wrong, but I'm in the game, so yeah. I'm there. Greg, Let me tell you, Derek, something? as a uh, uh, oh, go ahead, Greg. Oh, I was just gonna say it's it's good. He's picked up uh, Derek's kryptonite in uh, Jake Gensel, so <laughs> we'll see if that also rears its head again. Well, so you heard it first, Nick. You're the the youngest cousin. You're too nice. Uh, fire back at us on Twitter at Yolo Swag. I know you you follow us. Uh, recently, oh, here's some ammo for you, Derek. Recently, Nick was uh, tweeting about his uh, tolerance for onions is has gone down, and that even peeling <laughs> an onion, he cries a lot. Uh, so draft an onion. Draft the onion. <laughs> Who's onions, the most onion-like onions. player you can you can uh, you can draft? I didn't look at. Um, <laughs> draft an onion. Yep. Onions for sixty. <laughs> Whoever has the worst breath, I suppose, is what will be the best thing you can do there. Um, Hang on, I'm gonna look in the player list. Someone's name Cry in their name. I'm gonna see if I can find one. Hang on. Uh, uh, is there any chance Thomas Shabbat's name is Thomas Shalot? <laughs> <laughs> no, no one has oh, any man. the word Cry in their name at all. Apparently, that's unfortunate. David Crouchy. Boom. <laughs> nice. Dang. Oh wait, I have well something done. for this. Hey. Wait, wrong one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Fergie, for finding your adapter. Oh yeah. Uh I bought an I just bought a new one, so now I have two. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> um Greg, you're our number two seed and you're facing up against the effervescent proverbial Steven, beast of New Haven. Uh how do you feel about your matchup going into the playoffs? Uh, I was feeling good until you called him effervescent. Uh, oh, okay. And now, <laughs> now I'm worried. Gonna he is a ghost. All over me. Yeah. Um, I'm a little worried. I I like my skaters. Uh, they're doing pretty well. I don't have any major injuries there. I'm worried about my goaltending. Right now, Matt Murray's out uh, with a possible concussion. Mm. And uh, Corey Crawford's still on IR, so I'm riding a tandem of Longo and Halak. Why do you still have Corey Crawford? Just in case he comes back. There's no reason not to. He's on IR slot. He's on IR, and I don't have anyone on my team on IR. It's also like I don't think I don't see Crawford coming back anytime soon. No, I don't think so either. Like Like, I picked him up when the little info blurb said like he skated this week. Maybe he's coming back, and that was like two months ago. (laughs) um so i mean there's no point in dropping him now uh but yeah i'm really hoping murray comes back apparently he skated monday but no updates since then so yeah luongo and halak luongo has been great he's Mm -hmm. riding uh he's part of that florida hot streak um right now so that's great halak has been horrific (laughs) <laughs> the opposite these has been the opposite yeah He's i had him earlier in the year i i dropped him and to give you a hit yeah and i have uh you know 
I'm not in the playoffs, so <laughs> and I dropped it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that tells so, you a lot of what I think about Halak. <laughs> um, I'm hoping Luongo keeps it up and Halak, you know, keeps his head above water. Um, versus Steven, luckily his goaltending doesn't look too strong, so I might be okay there. He's got Frederick Anderson, so that's kind of hit and miss. And Jake Allen, which is super hit and miss. Uh, and then he's got Anton Kudobin. Uh, who I don't think is going to play very much. So, yeah, it's going to be close there. We'll see. Uh, the rest of his team, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. He doesn't have too many heavy hitters. Um, he's got Brendan Saad for those uh, shots on goal. Uh, and, and Patrick <laughs> Shots on Kane. goal specialists, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shots on uh, goal specialists. He's got Radulov, who's doing pretty well. Um He's got the beast line, Tom Tom Wilson. Yeah, first line forward yeah, Tom Wilson. That's right. First line forward. He's got Mesnikov, who I think is going to continue to cool off. He's not playing with Stamkos anymore. Uh, he's got Edler, who, wow, seven sh- uh, blocks today. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling okay. We'll see. I mean, this could come back and bite me in the ass. But uh, I think I might make you- it out of this round. What do you predict your first your first round playoff score to be? Um, let's see. I'm going to give See Steve really likes his role players. So I'm going to give him <laughs> blocks. I'm going to give him shots and pims. Mhm. I feel like and... game-winning goals is a very much like a, a role-player type. <laughs> uh... Fergie, I don't know how many times we can say this. Clutch isn't a thing. Oh, 100%. Oh, why is game-winning goals a stat? I mean... <laughs> I will save not rest the, until this is save removed Save it for the segment, <laughs> Um, And then plus-minus, I'm usually pretty bad at it, but it looks like he's not great either. Uh, so I'll go... I'll give him four, so... Maybe seven four, six four. Seven, maybe I'll take four. it. Yeah, six four. I mean, to to pump your team up a little bit more, Greg, you have four of the top eight uh, MVPs, which is the top uh, players in the players in the top five hundred leagues, top five hundred teams uh, in Yahoo, uh, with Marcezo, Kucherov, Ratanin, and Trocheck. So yeah, uh, I yeah, I mean you're a very like top that, heavy team. You got a good team. Let's uh, not pump my tires too much. I don't want right. to jinx it, right? No, I'll be coming back. Pop next his week tires. On the, no, I'll, I'll be coming back <laughs> on the podcast next week, just crying from all the onions someone sent me <laughs> about how much I how I lost this. Oh, that's what's gonna nick. Sorry, oh. he's <laughs> got the wrong um, address. Do, do you want to throw any trash talk his way? Uh yeah, let me see here. Daniel Sedin on your team. <laughs> oh boy, you had to pick the ugly one. <laughs> uh wow. <laughs> did you guys did you guys see the stat today on the on the Canucks game that said that um Henrik is on a 50 game goalless streak? And then in brackets, it said he's only had 42 shots in 50 games. <laughs> he's he's going he's gonna set a record for uh, like Biggest players spread. with forty plus assists who have less than five goals. Yeah, it's like it two, like, like two goals. Yeah, it's like, like him like... and Igor Larionov are like the only <laughs> players in history who have done it. <laughs> That's decent company, but I think it's yeah, like two goals, like, like all like these like random like stay at home defensemen and Henrik Sedin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Our third matchup features Paul Baby Scott Backlund versus Brent Philip on Forsbergers. Uh, taking a look at both of those teams, um, you'll notice that I'm doing the preview because I'm not in the playoffs. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I have no personal attachment, but perhaps I'll try and uh, do trash talk myself. Um, <laughs> trash talk. Do that. Trash talk yourself. Do that. Trash. Uh, no, no, no. I, 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 uh, all I do is tr- trash talk myself. Um, <laughs> so, uh, baby's got Backlund, some notable performers, of course, Mikhail Backlund from the flames himself. Um, I don't know. You guys probably know this a little better than me. Ryan Suter looks pretty good on this team. Uh, so, I, I, I don't know. I was kind of thinking about things I would change differently going into next year about in terms of my drafting. And uh, definitely defenseman is who I would look at drafting. And taking a look at both of those teams, uh, Brent, for some reason, still has Zdeno Chara. So uh, I don't think he's going anywhere <laughs> with that. It's Brent's senior, uh, senior center. Brent's senior center. Although Chara ranked 115th in the, the league in terms of fantasy points. So uh, I'll say he also has Johnny Boychuk, a guy that I dropped, um, which is never a, a good thing to have uh, if he's been dropped. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, so I, I, feel like, I feel like Paul has a pretty good handle on this, on this matchup. Um, he has nemesis and perhaps first uh, shout out Jason Zucker still on his team. <laughs> um, and he has the backup netminder for Nashville, UC Soros. Um, just in case he gets any starts over the next three weeks. Yeah, I think starts. I think Paul's weakness is his goaltending. Yeah, I mean, Darcy Kemper's Dar- Darcy Kemper's has, has the starting role right now in Arizona. But in Arizona, in Arizona, right? So <laughs> well, I mean, they can't play the Canucks every game. Yeah, but their next four matchups are pretty bad: L.A., Nashville, Minnesota, Calgary. So he's probably not going to win yeah. Nashville or well, Minnesota, Minnesota or L.A. I mean, he did lose. He led in five goals against Colorado, and promptly pitched a shutout the day after. So I. I like Darcy Kemper's mental game, so I think, even, <laughs> uh, you know, as a coach's guy, I feel like Darcy Kemper is the the guy you want to roll with. Although Philip on Forsberg, Braden Holtby, Martin Jones, Holtby's yeah. been kind of struggling. Oh, that's all I think it's going to be the a... big determinant of what goes yeah. on because he they've been playing Grubauer more. Um, Dylan, you have Grubauer, right? I did pick him up. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's going to be the big thing of Holtby. Um, I know they're. I think they're resting him just to kind of get his head back uh, straight. Is what they're yeah. saying. So if he comes back and plays like Brayden Holtby, like I think Brent's goaltending is pretty strong. But yeah, I mean he has Martin uh, like Jones. That, yeah, who, who's the best goaltender of the matchup? I mean, who? Who? I mean, I guess one thing we can take a look at is who has the best uh, player in, in the matchup. And I'd say you know you look at Eric Stahl. He's pretty. He might he might be the best player. Oh, yeah, Andre Kopitar. Uh, yeah. Martin Jones, if you take a look at his matchups over the next week, though, 
Detroit, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver. That's that's the pretty, pretty good soft. Slate. All right, yeah. so or, here we go. Three categories for Brent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would I would taking a look at he's started the last like eight games, so perhaps we're going to see a couple of Aaron Dell games, especially with San Jose looking like they're going to yeah. get that. That's There's true. Back, back back yeah, one yeah. of the Calgary Edmonton games, I'd probably give to Dell. Yeah. By the Calgary uh, game, because it's back to no, back. No, well, they, there's the, oh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, definitely Calgary. Um, although Calgary funding for that wildcard spot as well. So, I mean, I don't know if San Jose necessarily wants to let go of that game. Although Arendelle's pretty good, so uh, maybe not. Uh, in terms of trash talk, let's see what we can do here. <laughs> um, Brent, uh, your team is old. You've been using a draft guide from 2006. You probably picked up Matthew Kachuk thinking it was his dad. Uh, this is solid trash talk. Uh, <laughs> He's shaking. Paul, um, you're too busy recording your other podcasts. In fact, your team wasn't even made by you. It was probably made by your wife. Um, go back and play some video games. The only thing you're good at in hockey is the EA Sports version. Okay. Uh, this is a fierce rivalry with none of the contestants here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I do freelance work. So if you ever need trash talk, uh, freelance trash either talk. for fantasy or like just in your general like life, like I don't know, Derek, if you have any rival pharmacists you need to put down or uh, actually. <laughs> Do you Greg, maybe there's say a, something mean to someone in your life, or Greg, <laughs> if you have any snarky pilots you want to put down, let me know. I got no plenty idea. of lines. Yeah, <laughs> you know, putting a pilot down is a different implication. Ah, uh, yeah. true. My favorite part uh, about your delivery is how it sounds like you're just reading them off a list. <laughs> yeah, here's uh, the list yeah. of things that are wrong with you. And also your mother. She smells funny. And what yeah. do I have here? Your uh, father. Uh, eats tree stumps and next. <laughs> uh, so good. Uh, and Dylan, that brings us to you. You're playing the other Sullivan team, uh, and yourself. Why don't you take us through your matchup? So this is totally unexpected. I was like prepping myself all week for facing Paul, and I was like, I waiting for a some some good uh, content of. Um, stat corrections and uh, general haphazard comments from Paul, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he always <laughs> makes fun of me so much, and I was really looking forward to that. So um, it's not going to happen now because Megan apparently is the nice one. Um, so, Dylan, Sorry, Dylan. Did you want people to say mean things about you? Because <laughs> we're here. This is my specialty. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> Fergie, you're I up. Did... All right. So, Dylan. Um, 2001 call. They want their ear spacers back. I don't know. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Continue, Dylan. <laughs> he can't. His entire uh, he's, morale he's has been crying. Ruined. My yeah. soul has been crushed. I can't hear All him right. over the sobs. You're weaker than Nick's onion tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let me take a look at Megan's team. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Megan has the other Stahl brother, who's not nearly as good as Eric Stahl, which is great. Is Mark Um, Stahl fantasy relevant? (laughs) 
Jordan's doll. Jordan. Jordan's doll. Oh, okay. <laughs> but also, <laughs> this just is he missed the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> but is my I, I I don't you didn't answer my question. Is Mark's doll fantasy relevant? I don't think so. No, I think okay. he retired, didn't he? Is he retired? Okay. Definitely is he still not. I don't know, he might be. I don't know he's still playing, but um, so okay. the big, that the big people Mark that I'm worried about go on, Dylan. <laughs> are uh, Evgeny Malkin and uh, Dadanov, the two Russians on the team. Mm. Uh, they've been on like an absolute fire lately. I mean, any Malkin, literally anything he touches turns into just like you know, what's better than gold? Diamonds? Obsidian? Platinum. Obsidian? Goals? Everything he touched? Goals? Okay, everything he touched <laughs> turns into goals. Dreams, uh, <laughs> hopes, making the playoffs—all things better than gold, sir. <laughs> um, the one thing that's a little bit, uh, I guess, we can poke some holes in are her uh, accumulation of Montreal players. Yes, she's got <laughs> uh, Galchenyuk and Gallagher, who haven't been doing too much over the last week. I think I had Galchenyuk earlier. Yeah. Man, all of my players I drafted are in the playoffs. Uh, no, you didn't. I didn't? Okay. Maybe that was last season. But anyways, go on. <laughs> um, yeah, one goal, both of the minus players over the last week. Uh, Dadanoff, though, three goals, three assists, plus five. Uh, she also has Chris Russell for uh, those shins, um, who is leading her team in blocks. Shout out to, what was that, episode... It was probably episode one, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Russell skating around with two by fours. Um, oh, right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. And the nice thing is that Victor Hedman hasn't had a point in a week. So hopefully that continues. Um, in goal, she's, she's rocking Curtis McElhaney for some reason, um, who hasn't picked up a win in a month. So hopefully she continues to play him. And uh, Carrie right. Lettinen, who uh, looks like is taking over for Ben Bishop. In injury. Think? Oh, gosh. You hope that Carrie Lettinen doesn't have to play a big role if you're a Dallas Stars fan. Like, he's not very good. <laughs> so, where it gets Although, interesting, though, been... where it gets interesting is that she has Brian Elliott, uh, who is injured right now, but has started skating. And a couple, uh, I guess it was last week, I p- picked up uh, Mrazek, who's been... Kind of hot and cold for Philadelphia. He won his first three and then dropped four, and now he's back on winning terms. So if uh, if Elliot comes back, then in the next week, I basically have Mrazek sitting and doing nothing, which will be great. Uh, so hopefully I have to lean on Gibson and Grubauer. Um, Gibson is playing the Canucks next week, though, so... Maybe he'll get a shutout. <laughs> <laughs> or they'll play Ryan Miller. Or they'll play Ryan Miller and Ryan Miller will get a shutout. And I'll pull my hair out. Uh, um, one thing to keep in mind is that uh, also uh, she has President Trump's favorite player. Uh, Tanger. Tanger. Here, here's the clip. <laughs> really incredible victory. I'm pleased to report that the Tanger, right? Tanger is healthy all right yeah the tanger is healthy um <laughs> Boy, it's really, i'm pleased to report the tanger he's really grabbing him by healthy. the tanger okay, grabbing by the tanger. <laughs> the tanger the tanger 
Um, oh, man. Yeah, so I did a little bit of, of history picking here, and I did beat her. Like, when was this? In week 12, 8 to 4. But as we previously discussed, uh, none of the players that were on my team in week <laughs> week 12 <laughs> are on my team anymore, uh, considering <laughs> I've made 75 or 72 uh, roster changes since then. Um yeah, my top performer back then was oh no, Michael Granlund and William Carlson. So hopefully, hopefully they show up in the next two weeks or the next week. Uh, do you want to throw any, uh, you know, shade, uh, trash talk, or anything towards Megan? Um, I I I'll feel bad. Can you oh, guys okay. help me? Yeah, she was very nice. She oh, wished you a happy oh. birthday today. She did. She was so nice. She was like the first one. <laughs> hey, Megan, if I beat you, um, I'm sorry. It should have been Paul. <laughs> it should have been Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan's got three my... pages of burns to throw at Paul that he's been writing for last week. <laughs> um, for those That's who my don't trash know, talking. Uh, uh, Dylan, I don't think you, we've recounted the story fully. Uh, last year, you fixed the league and won. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> thanks to... Uh, what, so you played Paul in the semis? Is that what happened last year? I think so. I thought no, it was the first about, round. We talked about this on my first appearance. Um, it was the first okay. round that um, Dylan and Paul played. Um, basically, um, I think they were tied going to the last... Um, the last game, and then Paul was going to win because of a shot from like hit their own blue line or something that counted as a shot for some reason, and Dylan was pissed yeah. about that. Yeah, it was five five, and we were like, it, he had the tiebreaker, and uh, ah. something happened. It, it, yeah, I think it was tied. Like he wasn't winning the winning it, and then there was a was it a shot or was it a. Bergeron got a shot correction from like the Monday of that week, I believe is what happened. And so he won. I don't oh, remember if he oh, right. basically got that yeah. one point they needed to win the matchup. Yeah. So I won with one extra shot. And Dylan went on to, the end of the week. Uh, to win the league. Uh, much like that with an happen. asterisk. Yeah. Right. <laughs> asterisk. Yeah. Asterisk. But speaking of fixed leagues, uh, there was a great thread on Twitter uh, that kind of went a little bit viral about this khl season do you guys read it read this totally yes yeah it was insane take us that was that was crazy so basically what had happened was uh this this reporter i kind of looked into it this guy was a reporter he used to report on the khl like he was in russia but he lives stateside now um which is probably good because if he was still in russia he would probably be assassinated life yeah uh and he basically recounted about how that there's this um the the top team ska saints petersburg uh has like a payroll that's way outside any sort of six times the size of any other team yeah which is ridiculous and it's all done under the guise of like hey we're going to the olympics this should be the olympic team you know which is kind of like imagine that happened in the nhl that'd just be you had a Team USA and Team Canada and just a bunch of other like <laughs> the Toronto Maple Leafs have all of the Canadian it. players on them, and the Chicago yeah. Blackhawks <laughs> have all the American players on them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but just for this just, year, just for this year, and uh, 
so they I guess they had finally gotten to the playoffs. Uh, the playoffs had started, and they were playing this team that had been recently talking about even folding. So the fact that they were in the playoffs was a miracle in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And th- what like one of the games was crazy. Like they had twenty four penalty minutes. The other team had zero, uh, yeah. but they were still making the game. The rest weren't St. even Peter- trying to hide the fact that they were trying to rig it. Right, and it's just crazy, and uh, you know, this kind of makes me feel bad because yesterday, like last week, we were kind of, you know, prompting and telling people to pick up Putin in their fantasy leagues because he can score eight goals a game. But apparently, <laughs> this is all part of his propaganda scheme to like, <laughs> to like to get reelected or something like that. And uh, yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. I looked into it a little bit more. Uh, sports betting websites don't even have KHL listed anymore. So oh, you wow. You can't even bet on KHL games. So it's That's like crazy. Very, very well known that there's no, like, the KHL is fixed. It's nuts. Wow. Which is, I mean, if you think about it, that not that the XHL we were talking about from a couple episodes ago? <laughs> this is in, just the WWE. In what way? It's sports Hockey. entertainment. It's sports entertainment. It's all fixed, right? It's like our oh, I the, see. the WWE. You know, the storylines have uh, already been written, right? Um, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Vladimir it's John Putin. Cena. You do do Oh wait, wait, wait! We can actually do this now. Uh... And his name is John Cena. Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> what was that? That's the victory song. Was, epic sax man. It's the victory song. Anyways, that's lovely. That's I love party. that. It's the catchiest song in the world. <laughs> I could listen to a ten hour on repeat. Well, good thing that, that exists on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Um, but although the one thing that I will say is kind of unfortunate for the the players on that team, who's you know maybe legacy kind of sullies like people like Datsuk. Or Kovalchuk, uh, who I guess is rumored to come to the NHL next year. Is that a thing? That's what I've heard as well. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Kovalchuk? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, where is he going to go? Uh, well, well, the Devils hold his rights, so he has to do a sign and trade. Hmm. Um, fun fact, fun story about Kovalchuk. In my very first season playing fantasy hockey, which was probably like 2000, when was Kovalchuk good? Like 2008? When he was on the Devils, um, was on the Devils in like 2012 because I went to the Cup Finals. But he was good for like yeah. since like 2005 at least, right? Probably I think it was that. it was definitely like the, in the the ten, so like 2011 it was later or than that, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, basically he would have been like a, a first or second. 2012, round. 2013. Okay, so I think it was around like 2011. Basically, he would have been a first or second round fantasy pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was eight of my friends, and we were all drafting, and we're kind of getting to the last round, the round where you kind of draft your sleepers. And then my friend Sean is like thinking about it, and he's just about to, like, he, his time to draft is just about to expire. We're doing a live draft at this point, and he kind of goes, like, Oh, is uh, I'll take Kovalchuk. And we're like, uh, Sean, Kovalchuk went in like the first round. Like, you can't draft him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So now whenever I hear Kolchak, that's what I think of. It'd be like, that's kind of draft. <laughs> Con- End of story. Yeah. 
Cool story, bro. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> your burn game so strong, you're using it on yourself. Yeah, uh, I think we all knew that. Um, <laughs> so uh, another thing that kind of came up on Twitter was uh, a tweet that I did. Um, two, I think two times this week. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Another thing uh, that I saw was something own... that I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, was, follow us on Twitter at St. Louis Shoes. Uh, I had a, you know, I kind of saw the NH- NHL. Economy David had this crazy wicked shootout goal uh, where he faked out the entire stadium. Did you guys see that insane. one? That was crazy. And then somebody like in on slow Florida motion. also. Yeah. And then somebody on Florida also, like, had an amazing shootout goal. Trochak so yeah, st- and yeah. so stupid that those things don't count as game winning goals when <laughs> those things. the first goal in like a 10 nothing blowout does you know well it, that goal's it, against a team no but there's, that's why the game the ice. Like what I'm saying is the game winning goal cat exists solely just for volatility. Like it actually has no like you can't draft it. That's true. Well, you can draft towards it. It encourages you drafting a certain type of player. Goal scorers. It just goal scorers. <laughs> yes. But yeah. like, yeah. the goal category already does. Exactly. <laughs> it 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 uh it rewards uh drafting players who shoot more and who score rather than pile-up assists. Uh, let's just take a quick look at the league. Take league that, leaders. Henrik Sedin. Yeah, exactly. League leader... Well, okay, so who's a, who's the leading goal scorer in the league? Uh, Patrick Patrick oh, Ovechkin. Ovechkin. And Line A. Together. Best buds forever. Okay. Uh, where, do, where do you think uh, Ovechkin is in terms of the game-winning goal category? Five? Yeah, this, top this 10, year? probably. Oh, I just mean number. I just guess he has five game-winning goals. I don't actually know. No, he's 25th. He has five game-winning goals. Oh. Fergie's got a point. I think this is this is ammo for changing our league uh, configuration Settings. for next year. <laughs> this is exactly what he's doing. Who do you think has the most game-winning goals? Sean Monaghan. Braden Point. Oh. I already looked. I already know the answer. but <laughs> Sean Monaghan has 11 goals. 30% of his goals he scores are game-winners. That's what? ridiculous. So you have to look for a team that doesn't score a lot of goals, but has a guy who scores a lot of goals. <laughs> a know. team that wins. <laughs> a team that can actually win games. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, gonna, I was trying to look at the worst player that has... I mean, Josh Anderson, a guy that's not even on a team, has the same amount of game-winning goals as Alex Ovechkin. It's just... I don't know. It, it's just a How is he not on I, a, Oh, you mean not on a fantasy team? He's on a fantasy. He's I thought he was just like wearing a NHL jersey. I mean, that's why he's not on a team. But <laughs> regardless, uh, Josh Anderson of the NHL team, Jake, Jake DeBrusque. <laughs> Do you know what team Jake DeBrusque plays for? He plays for Boston. Boston, Boston Bruins. Oh my goodness! <laughs> this is so sad. <laughs> he has. <laughs> he was drafted in that. He, um, wasn't he even like the Barzell uh, Killington Connor thing with the three consecutive picks, and they picked the oh, Borel, Debrusque, okay, and uh, I get it. You yeah. guys, know son of Louis Debrusque. 
Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Nebraska <laughs> has one less game-winning goal than Alex Ovechkin. It's just, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me to have it as a cat. I don't think this is the hill you want to die on, Fergie. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I'm, kinda, maybe... I'm with Fergie. I have a shirt. I, yeah, I'm just going to print it. Categories, only the categories that my players are good at. <laughs> no. Hey, case in point, I won game-winning goals, Cat 3 nothing this week. So I have nothing but clutch on my team. But <laughs> I, get that like that. call I'm me manual sure, transmission because all I have is clutch, you know? I'm so, pretty sure. <laughs> okay, so it's me and Paul. Me and Paul are number one and two in uh, game-winning goals for the season. Totals, I mean. Yeah. Actually, no, Dylan, I think I Dylan's have the most. Yeah, I have the most. <laughs> I have 55 yeah. game-winning goals. <laughs> and I think it's stupid. <laughs> I don't want these um, 55 game-winning goals. I don't, I don't know if this means we have to move off of Yahoo or something, but I propose that uh, we make third-period points <laughs> worth well, okay. I think you can That's... do that in one of those leagues that you were, that you were linking. Oh. Flea Flicker was like... Flea oh. Flicker, yeah. No. Third period points. No. I like it. Three PP. Third period no. points would be great. Yeah. No. <laughs> you literally, he just wants to measure uh, clushity? Clutchitude. Clutchitude. Well, sorry, my counter, because you know those garbage goals he was in the third period, do you want, then you're overvaluing those. Like, how yeah. is that? Like empty netters? Also, no, like, it I mean, like it's first like, period. Dustin Brown because... scored a goal against, in a seven, they're losing 7 1. They scored a a garbage goal with 10 seconds to go. Like, do you want that to be highly valued? Okay. So mm. it's a stat that measures uh third period points with the score uh, tied or within plus <laughs> minus one goal. <laughs> third should, period should, close. Shouldn't we give extra <laughs> points to first close. period goals? Because those are the ones that determine the tempo of the game. <laughs> okay. So that's a, that's okay. A, yeah. So first period goal, TSP, tempo 1. setting 2. points. Okay, second period, do we care? Like, we should just drop those values, right? Well, those are those <laughs> are reactive goals, right? <laughs> we should reward those <laughs> points for teams well, that have uh, those stepped Those are resilience because they're with the long chain. Should they reward? Right. Yeah. No, in the second period, we should, we yeah. should value uh, shift length. Ooh, <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Can we value face-offs one in the defensive zone? Um, well, but only on your weak side. Okay, here's right. the thing. Uh, what if they're they I'm mean okay to lose the keeping, the, yeah. the draw just so that they can get a winger win? What is that? <laughs> how, do we, how do we measure that? Apparently, the analytics say that if you're in the offensive, like the offensive zone, you should lose the playoff. You should lose the uh, the faceoff. On shout the power thirty one thoughts. Yeah. Shout, shout out thirty one thoughts. Shout out to thirty one. Uh, Way to go, Freed. Yeah. Way, way to go, Freed, the pizza guy Jesus. who is so humble will buy pizza his Jesus. crew pizza. <laughs> like, holy smokes, dude. Thou shalt Get off eat your pizza. high horse. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Elliot Friedman and, Je- and Jeff Merrick just talking about how noble they are as journalists is, like, kind of getting insufferable <laughs> on that program. Jeff Merrick doesn't say it as much as Elliot does. But Jeff Merrick does this whole like, well, I work out at a gym with all these NHL players. Oh yeah, I oh, never yeah. bring home work. And you they know, know the, I would never. You know, and they know. that. <laughs> yeah. In the last episode, when they were interviewing those two crew guys, or like TV guys, yeah, Elliot's like, I know that guys on air 
they call us poodles and we're so <laughs> hard to deal with. How do you guys deal with all this talent? And the two guys look at each other. I'm assuming they look at each other and just go, it's not that hard. They're, they're kind of just our friends. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And he's like, wow. Wow. You guys are just great. <laughs> so brave. So yeah. brave. We should start uh, another podcast called 31 on 31, where we just discuss the 31 <laughs> thoughts podcast. Where we critique each one of their thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> 31 uh, on 31. Okay, that's the name of this podcast. Uh, we found it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but going back to the game-winning goals, Cat, I would be okay actually keeping it if we also included shootout winners. I guess shootout goals would have to become goals then, but... But I'm they're okay not goals. Well. But you can't rate a shootout goal as equal to a regular goal. Okay, so fine. Shootout goals are worth 0.4, but <laughs> a game-winning goal in a shootout is still worth one whole game-winning goal. This is too complicated. Make a spreadsheet. Get back to us. Okay. We'll get back <laughs> to you. Can you start a straw poll and uh, put it on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that may be a yeah, good way to well, we'll, figure out how crazy your yeah, ideas put are. Up a, put up a, <laughs> is, this, is this worth the hassle? And then yes or no. <laughs> um, so uh, going into, uh, I don't know. I was trying to think of a thing where we could talk about stealing away cats or something. Anyways, uh, this... <laughs> transition! Transition. <laughs> uh, kind of going into... Kind of going into our mailbag. Uh, it also came out uh, in the news that uh, Alex Ovechkin, huge stick fan, uh, not from like the park, but he loves sticks. Yeah, pine sticks. <laughs> he loves sticks. the band sticks. Yes, big Mister Roboto fan. The river sticks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also hockey sticks, and I know that. In football, trading jerseys is a super popular thing. I didn't know in hockey that um, trading your hockey stick is a super viable thing. Yeah, game game used sticks. It's a big thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ovi keeps like every single famous like milestone that he does. Uh, he keeps, and so a couple things kind of came to mind as I heard about this. Uh, one, do you guys keep like any like milestone things? Like I'm trying to think about stuff that I've collected, like from my own personal life and either I haven't like achieved anything notable that's worth remembering (laughs) or I just, maybe I'm just not nostalgic enough. Uh, the only thing that comes to mind for me is, uh, a picture of Wayne Gretzky. That (laughs) are you Greg Greg gave us. (laughs) (laughs) It was a postcard. Greg gave from Greg the gave Wayne Gretzky restaurant in the Edmonton airport. <laughs> oh, so you picked it up out of the airport on your way here? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So he gave it to Derek, Nick, and I, and he, he only grabbed one. And there's three of us. Yeah, for the and three so of you. we ripped Gretzky into three pieces. And I have, I think I have Gretzky's left arm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I was head or something. Derek has its head, and Nick has its right his right arm. You guys are too that's cute. A, that's a keepsake, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, speaking of <laughs> pictures like of those... Gretzky, I'm just yeah. posing to the green room. This is not going to be interesting for people listening to the podcast, but I was at a... What um... the hell is this? Oh my god. <laughs> this is not from the internet. This is something that you took. Okay. I took this, this picture. Of, this uh, is being posted on the Twitter accounts immediately. Yeah, so yeah. I was at a... Um, a uh, antique uh, market, and up on the wall, they had a picture of a Wayne Gretzky <laughs> in like just it's, wearing short shorts, sitting on the so, ice. It's so high quality. Yeah, it's like I can zoom in so shoot. far. It's thirty nine bucks. How did you not buy this? <laughs> it's thirty nine bucks. Thirty nine dollars. Yeah. It's a steal. Why didn't you buy this? Why yeah, didn't you I mean, buy it this? It kind of looks like it's oil painted. Is that right? Almost. Yeah, it's of the okay. era. Anyway, yeah. So we'll post yeah. that on the Twitter, and you can all see. <laughs> Just uh... <laughs> is this one? This must have been right around when the Titanic came out, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> because like, weren't these style of things like really popular after like Kate Winslet's whole like painting scene with Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh, your French they girls? painted him like a French girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so thirty nine bucks. Uh, <laughs> if you guys raise thirty nine bucks for the Patreon and uh, send it to me, I will go purchase this uh, picture of Wayne Gretzky. No, go buy <laughs> it right now, and then we'll reimburse you. Yeah, I was gonna say this. The what? fact that it's like still available. This, hold on, is remarkable. This, this should be our trophy. This should be our league trophy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes! Finally. Greg, oh, go man. back and get this immediately. Okay, I'll see what I can do. Leave I mean, now. It's probably a hot commodity in this town. <laughs> it's true. In fact, oh, in man. order to in order to get something like this, you probably need to have kind of a a heist type maneuver. Oh, ooh. ooh. So uh, another thing that kind of is hilarious is that there's this new uh, movie that was released this weekend called Hurricane Heist. Uh, did you guys see the trailer? No. No. No, no one has so heard the, of this except for you. The, so Recap the trailer for us. So the, the trailer is basically there's a Category 5 hurricane going towards the U.S. Mint. And uh, there's... Th- mint there's or Treasury? Of, the Mint. Oh, the Mint. And, oh, okay. And there's like a whole bunch of money there. And a, a bunch of, you know... It's where uh, they make oppor- the money. Opportunists, if you will. <laughs> See this as a they're like oh there's a big category five hurricane this should be our chance to strike and do a heist and <laughs> do uh, a heist kinda, do a heist and it basically it's just like I'm sure if you watch it it just like makes fun of all those heist movies that you see um you know like the Ocean's Eleven or the Tower or whatever have you yeah. Um, and it has all the classic tropes of like the getaway guy the wild card. That kind of thing. Uh, the inside man. Uh, kind of makes me think, guys, is there anybody you think would make really good heist men uh, in the NHL? All right. So I, uh, I took this in a slightly different direction. You said heist movie. And I yes. thought, what's my favorite heist movie? Okay, Ocean's cast Eleven. <laughs> yes, and then I, I recast Ocean's Eleven with hockey players. Cool. I also <laughs> took a similar route, but also go. Okay, so George Clooney, who plays Danny Ocean, he's kind of the head guy. He's in charge. That's Sydney. We know Crosby. who Danny Ocean is, of course. Yeah. Well, it's going to get a little more obscure unless you're very into Ocean's Eleven. 
So is this uh, now Crosby's eleven? I'm more of a thirteen yeah, so guy. Crosby's but go eleven. On. So <laughs> okay. uh, Brad Pitt, who plays his uh, number two, Rusty Ryan, uh, yes. would be Ev- Evgeny Malkin. Not Sydney. Brian Rust. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on, Brian Rust. <laughs> Brian Rust. That's pretty good. Maybe on my next one. Uh, <laughs> Matt Damon plays Linus Caldwell. I haven't seen the movie in a while, but I'm assuming he's kind of like the young upstart. Correct. Uh, yeah. So that's Connor yeah. McDavid. <laughs> uh, one of the, one of the things about Linus is that he had a very successful heist father. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yes. perhaps like a Matthew Kachuk or a, like a Nylander type. Might yeah. Be oh yeah. Thing. Could it's be. Uh, I got Elliot Gould as Ruben Tishkoff, so he's kind of like the veteran, old, too old for this shit kind of guy. That's Roberto Ooh. Luongo. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Don Cheadle as Bashar Tar. He was the uh, the uh, explosives uh, the explosives <laughs> yeah. expert. So that's Evander uh, Kane. Uh, okay, that's uh, <laughs> you, you could probably just say the the actors' names because like <laughs> no no, no this is, that's Basher. Casey Affleck, uh, who played Virgil Malloy, and then there's Scott Kahn, who was Turk Malloy. They were the brothers. Yeah. Uh, so, um, also Casey Affleck is a brother, uh, but like the lesser, the lesser <laughs> brother. So he's Jordan Stahl. Okay. And Scott Kahn is Mark Stahl. Right. Mark Stahl appearing twice in a fantasy <laughs> hockey podcast. Yeah. So I think the only hockey podcast that Mark Stahl has talked about this much. If there's like a Google Trends for podcast mentions, Mark Stahl's stock is shooting straight up. Yeah, he's getting emails right now. Yeah, uh, Bernie Mac as Frank Catton. That's Donald Brashear. <laughs> okay. Carl Reiner as Saul Bloom. He's like the old timer coming out of retirement. That's Yermir Yager. Nice. <laughs> uh, Eddie Jemison played Livingston Dell. He was the tech guy. Uh, so a smart nerd guy. That's Tanner Glass. Who uh, <laughs> went to Dartmouth. Went to Dartmouth. <laughs> Scrabble champ, Tanner, yep. Tanner Glass. Scrabble champion, Tanner Glass. And uh, uh, Chin Xiaobo was the amazing Yen, the small uh, gymnast guy. That's Johnny Goudreau. Right. <laughs> That's your new Ocean's Eleven hockey style. Crosby's Eleven. Crosby's uh, Eleven. What are they, what are they going to steal? Uh, they're going to steal that uh, Wayne Gretzky photo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, right, right. God, um, I got to perhaps they're going to go steal their escrow money back. <laughs> Ooh, good. Nice. Well done. Something they actually um, want. Right. Uh, I kind of went a little bit different. Like, I had George Clooney's character because he's kind of the leader of the group as uh, Mike Babcock. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, which would make Brad Pitt uh, Austin Matthews, I thought. Sure. <laughs> I'm 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 waiting to see where the elephant and uh, Jake Garnier <laughs> and Jacques Garnier come in. Jake, Jake Garnier, Garnier and Jake Muzzin. <laughs> um, I I didn't do the whole thing. I thought uh, a hilarious Bernie Mac was um, PK Subban. Oh, that one's good. That one would have been yeah. way better. Uh, yeah, yeah. They just have very similar personalities. 
Um, <laughs> but is it personalities? Sorry. <laughs> Dylan, can you do your signature line, please? I think that might be racist. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, sh- Xiao Bao Zin, um, I thought Jeff Skinner would be really good because he has like all those kind of cool like figure skating moves. Much like the Amazing Yen had all those kind of like bendy gymnastic type tricks. Um, there was a were... clip on Twitter of Jeff Skinner doing a double axle like during the Olympics. He was just showing off his. Yeah, he's done his... figure skating. No, I know. It was just, but yeah. he's doing it in full hockey gear. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, all these figure skaters started to comment on it. It's like, this is very impressive. Um, and uh, they're robbing Terry Benedict. So uh, I said that was Scotty Bowman. <laughs> I'd say <laughs> Gary Bettman. That's, yeah. I was like, how did I like Scotty Bowman um, as a as like a guy who thinks he has everything under control. Yeah. <laughs> Head of security. Um, how about you guys? Do you guys have anything? How do you cast your NHL heist movie? Um, I'm not so. I was gonna look into this, so I I I googled the words hockey heist, and <laughs> <Yeah>. the, <laughs> and the first hit is actually the episode of Carmen San Diego where the Edmonton <laughs> Oilers get stolen. So I instead of um, was, sorry, was that this season, Derek? Because <laughs> they haven't um, shown up at was, all. No, no, the Oilers were good at this. I think it's like nineteen. 19- 91 or something when this was out so this is when the O's were good so they uh so top grunge stole the oilers franchise and the coliseum <laughs> so i spent my research time watching this episode <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> it was totally worth it um, is carmen san well diego done, a lot, is uh carmen san diego a lot easier to play as an adult Okay, I guess so, but I remember the, um, I don't know if you guys remember watching it when you were a kid, the final round, um, basically you have like these little, I guess like little poles you have to put down, you have like a map of a continent, and so you'd like to play like nine limbs, the guy says, oh, place like Bolivia, or place Chile, and you'd be like nine limbs before the time runs out. And I remember this article I read a while ago, like to get the Africa one is actually impossible, because it's like, place Rwanda, and like there's 50 something country in Africa. So, like, something you can do that in like 60 seconds is actually insane. I think it's unfair. I feel I felt really bad for this because, like, well, this is just an unwinnable mission. Come on. What was the <laughs> acapella group called again? Rockapella. Rockapella. That's it. How about you, Dylan? Uh, how did you um, cast? Well, I, I, I went the same way as Derek, and I actually found a hockey stick heist. <laughs> Oh, like a, a real life one? <laughs> a real life one. This happened in 2016 in, uh, it looks like it was in Quebec, somewhere. $120,000 worth of hockey sticks uh, stolen from a sport, sporting goods store. Now, this was on CBC. There's actually a video. We'll put this out on Twitter. There's a video of the man, of the guy who, who stole the sticks um, breaking in, and he full on repelled from the ceiling. <gasps> what? He like Mission Impossible? Style? No, he came. Yeah, he came. Well, he wasn't like. No, he he like climbed a rope down. Um, oh. the, the video is like you can see broken glass on the ground. So he like broke in through a skylight, and there's just a rope dangling there. And then all of a sudden, you just see this guy like rappelling down the rope and then walking <laughs> over to the sticks. <laughs> he stole a hundred and twenty thousand dollars worth of sticks, three hundred dollars sticks. Where was this? Um, it says it was at uh, uh, 
DDO Sporting Store. I'm not actually sure. Montreal. 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 I think I remember this happening. Um, And I'm just going to read you. I'm going to read you a little quote here. Um, So that's like 400 sticks. Yeah. Yeah. How do you there were no windows broken. Sticks? There were no windows broken. The doors were locked, but the store had been cleared. There was a hole in the ceiling with a rope coming down. I guess the individual had come in through the roof. Was <laughs> <laughs> this news reporter also like an aspiring like crime author or something? No, that was, that was a Did quote James from the Patterson general manager. Work for CBC. That was okay. the oh okay okay quote from the general manager. And then later in the article, he says they knew exactly what they were coming in for. um i have a i have a hot take for that um i think they were just practicing for a bigger heist a bigger heist like what are you gonna how are you gonna launder 300 sticks like that just seems like you're not gonna sell them at the local you back up your zamboni ah (laughs) uh (laughs) shout out episode two episodes ago um (laughs) No, I think they were just practicing for the eventual heist of this uh, Wayne Gretzky photo that Greg's uh, so graciously yeah. going to be gifting us as the league trophy. You can spare um, me 40 bucks. If someone hasn't stole it first. <laughs> Greg, it's, not, you, it's $40. It's not even any tax. You're in Alberta. I know Ooh. there's like no tax here. <laughs> it's $39. You can spare that. Mm. All right. Well, uh, that brings us to uh, the end of another episode of the Winter is Coming Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Uh, Greg and Derek, do you guys have anything to plug? Uh, I just want to plug everyone having a good time, and let's have a a fair playoffs. And also, Steve, you're going down. (laughs) Okay. Uh, How about you, Derek? I think the time is right for an 8-over-1 upset with the uh, March Madness coming out as well, you know, all the time about uh the cinderella teams coming upsetting the uh the top seeds i want to be that eight seed to come through um and take the title i think i've got a good chance there you go nick watch out derek's gonna get his seed come right over you (laughs) (laughs) uh as always thanks for joining us you can check us out online at stlouisshoes.com on twitter at stlouisshoes and feel free to send us any of your questions or comments concerns uh, hockey <laughs> heist, uh hockey heist things relationship advice whatever you need we're here for you uh feel free to email us at yolobag at st com. one more as thing as always yeah one more thing we are now on stitcher and we're also now on the google play uh what do they call it store google play podcast yeah. directory of podcasts so you can see us and hear us in so many different matters and feel free to sh- definitely share us uh, i know our our audience is growing every week so it's very exciting as if you're are we still listener. big in japan uh, somehow. somehow somehow we're, we're, we're yeah we got we got some listeners in japan hey domo origato domo origato uh <laughs> <laughs> do you know what that means uh it's like uh do you want to sleep with me tonight yes you got it held it <laughs> thanks sticks as always, it's a uh, a podcast featuring three guys in the playoffs and one guy who did not. Uh, we will see you guys next week after the first round. Bye. Bye. Since 1972, Edmonton has been home to the renowned Oilers hockey team. They've won the Stanley Cup five times, and they've given the world 
Wayne Gretzky. But <laughs> yesterday, Top Grunge skidded into town and slid off with the Oilers. That ball on skates didn't just steal the team. He absconded with the arena. Gumshoes, your job is to skate the Oilers back to Edmonton, put Top Grunge in the penalty box, and then ice his evil coach, Carmen Sandiego. <laughs>